Welcome to Geek Street. With us as always, we've got the monarch of the marsh, the Swamp Ninja, coming to you from the epicenter of this great country of ours. Uh, we also have on the ones and twos, the curator of all cheat codes, Turbo, and myself who watches everything you watch, see or say, the algorithm. I'll suggest you buy anything from bras to a Voltron figure. Anyway, boys, how's, how's the week going? Very good. Also, some sort of combination, too, which is even sexier. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can get yourself Voltron. It's yours. It's always been yours. Yes. You can Voltron. get a Voltron with boobs. Boobed the helping Voltron. hand of the algorithm. It's always been yours, Mr. Coffin. <laughs> exactly. Hellraiser bicycle helmet. Good. But yeah, That's right. happy week, guys. I hope you guys didn't get too geeky. Well, yes, you do. You hope we got really <laughs> geeky or we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Uh, I think it's coming to terms with the grippling power, the uh, the stifling and the stifling power of nostalgia. So it's uh, part confession, part uh, self-help group, self-enabling. It's all bad. Yeah, you're really being a dick today, by the way. Yeah, Just yeah, for yeah. Some reason, you're really I'm a real piece of shit, folks. I'm a real, real piece of shit, piece of right shit. Now? <laughs> Yeah. Elaborate. Care to uh, care to elaborate there, champ? So yeah, so uh, as we all know, at this time of year, this is when the uh, San Diego Comic Con is on, and as always, like last year and the year before that, since I started collecting toys, the Swamp Ninja likes to send me all the news that is being released of all the toys in the San Diego Comic Con, and apparently they're doing a Robson robotic automatic transforming fucking Grimlock. And you just had to send me that. Well, the thing is, I'm not just sending you everything. I'm sending things that are tailored to the most important aspects of your childhood. So we want to specify. I'm just, I don't, yes. I don't yeah. see how he's being a dick here. He's making sure that you're up to date on your options. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. In, sure, this, sure. in this in this yeah. environment of scalpers and uh, robo sellers and and and. Uh, Stock track. You're doing a favor to let me know. Uh, yeah, but the you have to stay on top. I can. I can. Yeah. stay on top of this stuff. Trust me, I'm I'm not spending a grand on a, a Grimlock. As much as I oh, would no. love to have a Robson. How much you spend is proportional to how much enjoyment it brings you. That's what I've learned in all things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, do you want to spend five thousand dollars on Coke, or do you want to spend five hundred dollars on Coke? Like, really? Is that is that kind of like um, when your parents buy you gifts and that's proportionate to how much they love you? How much exactly. they spend on? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the key. Money equals love. So okay. here's the thing. Here, here's the thing then, because Al, Al is a, uh, an only child. You really don't know what your, their love was worth because you, they, they could have just cheaped out on you. No, I was spoiled rotten. Yeah. But let's, let's get back to, uh, I think it's more important, yeah, like you fumbling down this nostalgia, this wasteland. So Transformers, uh, yeah. what else What else caught your eye that I sent you specifically, much like an algorithm, uh, much like a fuck? cold calculating machine from the yeah. future with a uh, liquid metal skin? Yeah, just uh, poking, poking everything at it. Uh, poking, like you're poking at my uh, lizard brain is what yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually it's just flies. But so, just what's saying, happening, uh... so what's happening is, is he keeps sending me these pictures 
And so I got an X-Men 97 uh, post with all the X-Men 97 figures, which looks really badass because it's the Raging Cajun. Uh, what is it? Uh, Storm in her. Oh. Sorry. I wouldn't know. It's good. I wonder which catchphrase came first. But yes, Gambit. But I wonder, Gambit. I wonder if they picked that. Who, who took that moniker first? Interesting. Yeah, but, that's interesting. Uh, but I don't really care about no fucking idea. Jimmy Carter. Like, he has no <laughs> James Carver. He has no extra <laughs> crossfire. He's like a master debater. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> he he had that board game. Yeah, he's. he's I not, did have that board game. He's the guy who looks he's like Lex, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. He's Luther not guy. cultured like the Swamp Ninja and myself. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but crossfire was a fun game. Uh, but yeah, so the X-Men, a big part, a 90s kid, you know, a weird mishmash of like late 80s, early 90s, the X-Men cartoon, and obviously Transformers. What else did I send you? Go on, go on. Oh, you sent me the Green Power Ranger uh, yeah, photo, Power Ranger. which is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a, is that Jada Toys? Was that a Jada? No, the Jada Toys were the uh, Mega Man figures and the new... Uh, uh, Street Fighter figures. I think that's also big aspects of your childhood. Super Nintendo era arcades. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. You must have your eyes on a Zangief, though. Uh, I'm good. I uh, I got ahead of the curve, and uh, a San Diego Comic Con like four years ago put in my my, my slot for for a Zangief. So yeah, these are the things that you have to do. It's nothing nothing more stupid than buying something and then waiting two years to get it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dems, dems the breaks. Yeah. The thing is, is like, there's so much in those photos that you sent me. Like, I'm looking at it. It's like the, the Mega Man toys, the, the new Voltron. The, toys, the, the new Voltron. Yeah. You did send me that too, you prick. Um, new POS, everybody. POS. But anyway, I mean, it was, it's cool to see, but it's just like, oh man, I wish I had unlimited funds. My house would look ridiculous. Cause like I, I like you guys know I'm I'm very impulsive and I just kind of go balls deep when I get into something and yeah I'm uh yeah. Like, if I had unlimited funds it'd be like oh yeah let's go to San Diego Comic Con let's get those exclusives like that's what it'd be but yeah no it, it's pretty cool to see though uh, has anything uh, tickled your fancy since you've been looking and trying to enable me. Did I didn't allow my you no. Know, I I put on the blinders and like no. This is just I just mine things that you would like. So that's how I saved myself. Oh, so that's nice of you. I, I, nice you of you. I offered you up your consciousness as a as a sacrifice. Um, there wasn't anything gotcha. too much that I saw stand out that would uh, you know tempt you tempt you out. There are some very nice GI Joe collector sets that are coming out, but I think you're you you've got the cream of the crop. You don't have to worry about all of the different. Cobra Troopers, and uh, and this and that. You're safe for now. You're safe for like another year. But uh, Turbo, on the okay. other hand, he's all fucked up. Yeah, he's terrible. He's, he's screwed. He's screwed. I'm, like, so screwed. I'm, I'm so screwed. Yeah, I'm so screwed. It's a yeah. wide net. A wide net, man. I told you, you mm-hmm. got to narrow. You got to set your sights on narrower things. Yeah, that's not me. I got to be true to myself, man. I got to be true to me. You got to be that's you. It. It's got to be his. It's uh, one of the, the real surreal ones was I was seeing a lot of uh, a brand new a new company, I guess. They, they were waiting in the wings 
and uh, maybe they picked up a couple of cheap licenses. But when I sent you, and it was uh, uh, pumpkin heads back, so they have a nice premium deluxe pumpkin head. Uh, one I thought was very cool, uh, Bloodsport. So that would be a fun. As also someone who grew up watching way too many action movies, having a little Jean Claude Van Damme or a, a Bolo Young would be pretty good next to the uh, the DVD set. But this, that's true. Yeah, maybe at least a Bolo Young. But I think, that, and then it was, and then strangely enough, uh, what I thought really caught me off guard was True Romance. Chris yeah, Chris like, later. yeah, it's a weird type of figure to create. So it's a Christian Slater. It's uh, a Jamaican, a Rastafarian sized. Uh, oh my God, who is the English actor who is also uh, in The Professional? People, uh, the two people who listen to this are screaming. Yeah, don't know. Don't know. I can't remember. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, uh, God damn it. Gary Oldman? Gary yes, Oldman. Gary Oldman, who is not old. So you could have a Rastafari and Gary Oldman. And uh, let's take a look at Patricia Garquette and <laughs> uh, Christopher Walken. And there's one extra completely random character, which I would never assume would they make an action figure of it's so absurd it's kind of like this was kind of before we kind of got bit by the bug but there was a, Re- a reservoir dogs action figures which i thought was particularly i strange. have three of them oh god there we go what what uh what 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 tickled your fancy for that what uh, made you crack no a buddy of mine uh, that i worked with uh, knew that i kind of collected action figures and he knew that I was a huge, um, like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction fan. And he's like, well, I, I don't know how he got them or why he got them. Um, and I'm surprised he gave them to me because he, he loves Reservoir Dogs too. But he's just, he happened to say one day, he's like, I got like three figures, you know, standard figure size from Reservoir Dogs. You can have them. He's like, I just, they, they're just in a box. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, and I, you know, I offered him money. I offered to trade him something. He's like, no, nah, they're just sitting in a box. You can have them. So he gave me, and they have all their uh, their little accessories and everything, and and they're in mint condition. Like he kept really good care of them. Um, I got uh, like the best ones, Mister Blonde, who's you know played by the great Michael Madsen. Um, even comes with like a little switchblade. Because he's a big fan uh, of shaving. From the, infamous, <laughs> from the infamous uh, ear-cutting scene. Uh, uh, he gave me... He's got Mr. Pink, played by Steve Buscemi, and he's got the bag of diamonds. And uh, Mr. Uh, Mister White, played by Harvey Keitel, and he's got the sunglasses wow. and two guns. Wild. What a weird so, hodgepodge. Really cool. Yeah. So, like, the three like the three best characters in the, in the movie, too. So, I was like, I was pretty psyched to get those. You just never know what they're going to be collecting. That's the thing. So it's an excellent. One of the also the strangest things I saw was this is a nostalgia memory lane. Remember the puppets, the boxing puppets? There'd be a, a Hulk Hogan, a Mr. T, a Rambo, and a Rocky. No. Oh, yeah. When you push the you little put, you push the button. Yeah, and two little levers, you know, left, right, little, punch. Yeah. These were like found at gas stations and, and uh, small convenience 
convenience shops and stuff like that. So these were definitely not legit, but they were, knockoffs, yeah. yeah, they were super knockoffs, but the, shockingly, even those knockoffs of knockoffs are, are coming back now. Mind you, they're probably like $50, but nevertheless, your well, childhood was mine. Huge. Bootlegs and, and knockoffs are huge. We, I think we talked about this before a little bit, uh, mainly because like most people, if they had them as toys, they were the first things that were gone and you got rid of, or they were probably cheaply made and they broke. But like today, like the knockoff or the, the, um, the, the knockoff He-Man figures are huge and a lot of people consider them part of the collection now. And they're paying a lot of money for them. Yes. There's like a merman that's like, I don't even know. It's just these weird colors. And uh, it's like a translucent green kind of thing. And it says right out, it's like a knockoff, but they're asking like $70, $80 for it. And they're getting it because not a lot of people have it. And, nope. you know, if you if you collect vintage He-Man, you're going to want that in your collection. Yeah, it's, uh, it never ends. It never stops. It never it goes on forever. You'll be buying versions from India, versions from Argentina, you know, straight up bootlegs from Poland. It will never stop. It's funny, too, because some of those bootlegs, like there's not really any differences. The only difference is really like if you look at made in whatever and it will tell you. Um, and there's there's some figures that like they'll have a hard head versus a soft head and it's like there's like ninety dollars in the difference like it's it is it's crazy and then there's of course some knockoffs that have the the noticeable differences like the camo con um and then there's like the skeletor with the half boot and the, the, i mean there's five or six of them like that that are di that are different but um some of them there's literally no different or the color is slightly off but there's like $70, $80 difference in the price. That's crazy. Show it to the cost-cutting measure where we just paint half of his shoe. So he's just got some slip-ons. Yeah, uh, the half-boot half Skeletor is huge for collectors. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm, I haven't gone down that. Um, speaking of Masters Universe, I hope you can weather this storm, Al. Uh, but they are doing all cartoon versions now. So the little Masters of the Universe Origins, guess what? You can get by all the exact same guys all over again because they'll be cartoon cartoon accurate this time. So, But they had those already. Nope. Uh, Even no. new, newer, new. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I have like the, the mermaid. Do, yeah. I have the, the filmation version and it looks exactly like he did in the cartoon. And you get to have a newer one now. It never stops. Oh, it never okay. stops. That I think this is what helped me uh, this time. Uh, shockingly, there's no purchases this month. This, so July, uh, still clean and sober. But um, I think definitely seeing things like that, which are very cool. But, you know, if you've been picking up the odd collectible every now and then, it's just like, they're just going to keep re-releasing. Like, how, when does the new version of the thing that I really liked, is the new version, you know, better than the one that I have now? Like, how much better is it? So like I have, I have another, how many snow jobs do I need? Like the, the best GI Joe ever snow jobs. Like, oh, this is the deluxe snow job. Oh, this is a snow job from the first wave. Oh, this is a snow job movie version. So I think I'm okay. The crazy thing about that, now that you mention it, we're kind of going off in some weird tangents here, but uh, oh, it's weird. those GI Joe figures, like the ones that I'm kind of dipping my toe in, 
Um, Dipping your toe in. Well, I've only got balls deep. I've only got nine. Um, from zero to nine, only pretty quick. <laughs> from zero to nine, in, in like three weeks. Um, this is life a quarter mile at a time. There's a really weird difference between them. Some of them are called what they call foil, and then there's others where they're the yellow version or the red version. Literally, the only difference is the background behind the figure in the bubble. It's either a foil color, or it could be yellow, or it could be red. And depending on that color, that's like a rarity. The figure, there's no difference in the figure. It's the friggin' color behind them in the bubble. And that's where the prices fluctuate. I figured that out a couple of weeks ago. And that's how they gamify the collectible market. Apparently the foil version is considered like the, the Cadillac of the, of the figure. And it's your foil too, because now you have to try and find them. I have, I, yeah, some of them happen to be that when I got them from that guy. I didn't know the difference. I just went after a cheap, I saw them cheap and I'm like, I like the figure and I don't want to pay more than $20 for each figure. So, but some of them just happen to be foil ones. That's, you know, I don't really care. But it's another layer to something you never would have assumed and could get you in trouble if you wanted to go even deeper down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I could both. see that being a thing for hardcore collectors. Like, I got to get the whole set in red, sure. or I got to get the whole set in yellow. Sure. Well, once you get everything, then you've got to go and uh, find a new reason to uh, go get them all over again. Uh, what? Uh, also, ghoulies. I was really surprised to see uh, ghoulies are back. I don't think they spent very much money, but uh, Syndicate Collectibles, they're bringing ghoulies. <laughs> so, Gary Oldman, ghoulies, and Double Dragon together at last so very tempted what uh, what would be the biggest temptation for you turbo i sent you a few things this is going to be a multi this is going to be all weekend long of of pain for you so uh, if you were to pick anything up um in all honesty if i was if i was looking at it like if i had like i don't know how much the, that green power ranger is but it looks really fucking good and i don't have a green power ranger that's you really have any Power Rangers, yeah. I have, I have, uh, I have my minis. I had these little micro morphers. Oh, those are for children. You're a man. Things. You're a grown man. Yeah, shut up. I have a Megazord. That's all I need. Um, all right. it's, it's a Megazord, a regular Zord. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Megazord. And like the, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Those new uh, Masterverse figures are looking really nice too. So, yeah. Lots yeah of, uh, lots of stuff What's although like, if I had, like i said if i had unlimited funds and i could if i could uh, justify spending a thousand dollars on a voice activated changing transformer i would go for that grimlock holy shit it's cool and he's got like his voice like from, right, talking from to the him? yeah You'd be your only friend grimlock. oh man stop it stop it <laughs> Away. Take him on vacation with you to the beach. Yep. Yeah. The grocery store. <laughs> Just follow me, Grimlock. That's it. You have a little baby stroller for him. It'd be amazing. Yeah. No, I'm good. No. I'm glad. Um, well, actually, too, there's, there's been lots of temptation. This is future temptation, but hopefully, you find folks have avoided. Uh, there's also Amazon Day and Prime Day, and there's also a, a Walmart Collector Con, which is even more nefarious. 
for GI Joe exclusives, Transformers exclusives. Did uh, any of you find folks crack under Prime Day? No, I I abstained. I abstained as best I could. Uh, Luckily, well, what what helped me abstain was the fact that I finally got a package in the mail. (laughs) From the swamp ninja with some Well, we stuff all know the it. postal service is uh, incredibly strained <laughs> right now, and it's not that someone just keeps forgetting to send something in the the post office. It's uh, the so tireless got, workers got, for our our I mail got system. Some of my shit. I got some <laughs> you got some of this. Finally. is not gonna. This is not gonna look good on Yelp for peeps and creeps. <laughs> no peeps and creeps is in the the, the shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't order from there. It takes over a year to get your package. It does. It does. It does. Peeps and creeps. Possibly a scam. You know what? So we'll find out in a world of scammers. I heard it's ran by a doctor. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's it. That's the. uh, the Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Of fine wines and liqueurs. Uh, Made plenty of things to waste your education on. But yes, you did uh, finally get a package in the mail, and uh, you should be getting another one soon but uh what what did the what did the the a person who bought a lot of stuff recently who probably doesn't deserve to get anything in the mail but uh, well, besides I, I did the fact buy that a long time ago yeah. <laughs> yes. um to the point of like i don't know what's coming i forgot yes. <laughs> that's yes. how long it's been well the best part um, is that they increase in value now because it took so long <laughs> for them to arrive so yeah. they're already double of what uh, what you may or may not have paid. So, oh, yeah, people really keep playing checkers while the rest are playing. I don't know. That, that, that messed up. <laughs> exactly. I'm playing opera. I'm playing operation while everyone else is playing uh, Parcheesi. <laughs> and nobody's gonna win. Yeah. But yeah, no. The 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 package kind of helped me abstain because I got I got my red Megatron in the uh, translucent purple where he's getting transformed into Galvatron. So I have the Galvatron figure, and then I have the, the Megatron transforming figure. Now I'm just trying to get my hands on a Megatron so then I can have like the evolution on, on the shelf, which would be kind of cool. Um, what do you think of those, uh, that red series? I, I don't mind them. Like they're very true to the cartoon. The only thing is some of the scale is off. Like they don't fit size wise. Like they're all the same size. Like Bumblebee's the same size as Optimus Prime. And it makes oh, it look okay. weird. Uh, same with Unicron. Like, yep. Because he yeah. does the transforming. Yeah, but I'm just going to have like Megatron to Galvatron and leave out who's doing the transforming because that's insane. Um, <laughs> oh, there's no depth to this this void. Yeah, I, I, I guess I forgot who I was talking to. The the totally pragmatic individual <laughs> in this group. That's it. That's it. Uh, I think I think they're 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 charming, but yeah, when you get them for nine dollars instead of thirty five dollars, so yeah, yeah, they're over yeah they're overpriced at thirty five, but when they they age out, you're like, okay, yeah, no, this is this is perfectly fine. Like I got I got a version of RC that I don't even really like, but it was nine dollars, and I'm like, that makes sense. Uh, so I grabbed it. I'm like, female transformer on the shelf, sweet. Um, but yeah, so you got I got the Megatron. You sent the Megatron. You sent me a, I think it's a He-Man Eternia uh, figure of the new version of Skeletor, but all in green. That was really a, a Walmart. No, that's such a Winners. That's, I feel bad for you. You guys don't have, well, you have a Winners, but do you also have a it market? Doesn't get, no, but our, our Winners uh, doesn't get half the, 
Like they don't even ba- they barely get toys. Like there's nothing uh, in their toy section. Our winners is a losers. Uh, yeah. You're like, Just like our toys belts? are us. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's just it's it's the accessibility thing. It's so it's so jacked up on your end, you know. Yeah. Just as far as for like why it's there's there's things ending up at Dollarama here that would never end up like in the stores for you guys. Like the distribution is so screwed up. Yeah, like you guys are getting like those uh, new versions of uh, He-Man figures in your Dollarama for like five bucks. And we're also getting the WWF He-Man figures for like five bucks. I literally saw, yeah, you got like a a Stephanie McMahon, a Goldberg. Ultimate Warrior. uh, Not that I would necessarily get Ultimate Warrior. But you know what? Kane. Like, yeah, things that you spent like 20 bucks on, you know, just five bucks, whatever. Let's just get rid of it. So basically it's like this is either this or the dumpster. So, and you guys can't even get, get it in the first place. Yeah. Like that's the worst thing is like the distribution's bad. So anyway, I, you sent me the Megatron. Sorry to uh, dunk on me, the distribution, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you sent me that mini attorney, a new version of Skeletor from the new Netflix show. Um, it came with a, a vehicle where he's like a big wheel with a green wheel. Fucking Surprisingly, cool. that's Panthor. So in that series, Panthor is like a mechanical motorcycle cat monster guy. Oh, nice. Okay, that makes sense. Like a techno panther. <laughs> sure, sure. Techno panther. Yas. So that's cool. Uh, then I got, what is it? Batman El Zernath or El Nathzer. I can't ever remember it because it's so... That- that it's was so a, 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 again GameStop. They on Fridays they just start liquidating stuff. So stuff that might be like twenty, thirty, forty dollars, sixty dollars, five bucks, clear it out. So that was just like hey, you know what? It's five dollars. Who, who yeah, cares? exactly. So yeah, so that was kind of neat. You sent me that guy. He's like this purple and uh, purple and reddish brown color. He's got like a yellow. Uh, a yellow to him as well. So it looks batshit crazy when it's on the shelf next to a, a Batman with a, with a scythe. So you're kind of like, what's, what's this Batman story? Um, which is kind of cool. So you sent me that. Then I got my Robin. I believe it's the Damian Wayne version of Robin. Mm-hmm. I think that's he's the one got I the, have. some throwback sneakers. Yep. Yeah. He's got the throwback sneakers. It's either, it's either Damian Wayne. Wayne exactly. Or, or, you know, yeah, Damian Wayne or the, uh, I'm trying to think, Tim, I can't remember what the Tim something, Tim Drake, sorry, the Tim Drake version. I can't remember which version it is, but I got him and then I got, uh, what else did you send me? You sent me weapons, well, which was while, awesome. While you, th- while you think, the uh, the Batman, uh, Zurana, is actually Al, is uh, Batman is so OCD, and he, he came up with a backup personality. So anytime Bruce Wayne, like if he was ever in the event of like uh, being em- mentally compromised, he basically has a split personality to kind of like kick in like a backup program. So imagine a costume hastily thrown together, like a Batman uniform, like sewn together with the garbage by yourself. And uh, so he, he's like, he's a more violent and unhinged Batman because he's just uh, like a sub personality. So he just like throws together a costume of rags. He has a baseball bat and a shank 
and he's so he's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like Batman receives like uh, Bruce Wayne receives a, a serious head trauma, or he's he's compromised and he's thrown in a ditch or in a sewer. And this guy will show up to try and cobble the pieces together and stay alive long enough for 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 Alfred to find him or what have you. So just the many insane layers of Batman. Right. So you sent me that Batman. You sent me that Robin. <laughs> PTSD then, Batman. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, then uh, you gave me a, a, a core Transformer Iguanas. So I got that. And then I also got a Luke Harper. And the Luke Harper, the, the Luke Harper on the uh, the shelf with uh, the Bray Wyatt looks pretty cool together. Now I got to try to find a, I need a Redbeard or uh, whatever he was called in WWE. I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Eric Rowan. Ro, Eric Ronan. Rowan. Rowan. Yep. So that should be. Good luck, isn't he dead? Uh, Luke Harper did pass away. Oh, so Luke that Harper was. Died. Yeah. yeah. Eric Rowan is just, I think he's just farting around on the indies, but um, just, a, just a big dude. He's made a few appearances, whatnot. But um, yeah, I know that Luke Harper is the, the crazy swamp man. Famously enough, a friend uh, sent me a picture one time of that very specific action figure, like on the ground, like at a baseball diamond, and is like, is this you? So at the time, I had. <laughs> I uh, usually a stained t-shirt and uh, <laughs> absurd hair, mentally ill hair and beard. She's like, why did I find an action figure of you? I'm like, uh, I'm not that jacked. But uh, so we have one as well. So the, uh, the AEW Luke Harper Brody Lee are pretty good, but I will wait for them to go on sale. Yeah, I was looking at it too. I'm just like, well, I got a Luke Harper now. Maybe I need to get a Brody yeah. Lee. Yeah. Do you see much temptation for wrestling right now? Or are you doing pretty good as far as for the what you have? Um, I'm good with what I have. I, I'm just picking away at like if I if I have a hankering for a figure, you know, I'll pick one up. But is like, there a particular era that would speak to you, like the '90s, like the our bread and butter, or you know, something more? If I were to get if I were to try to get into wrestling figures right now, I would probably just stick with AEW. Um, just because it's new, it's fresh, it's kind of cool. Whereas, you know, like it would be great if I could go back and collect the classics line and like have like Demolition and The Taker and all that stuff. But Very like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy right now. You're going to face that temptation yourself with uh, upcoming Mr. Perfect. Uh, they're, they're geniuses. They were geniuses before. They're mining very specific moments. As you mentioned in the past, Al, the, uh, the Piper's Pit with the, the coconut and Jimmy's Superfly Snooka, the Montreal Screwjob. Uh, recently, I don't think, I think I'm going to be good. I don't think I'm going to get it, but they, uh, they're releasing a Hell in the Cell McFoley with uh, his tooth in his nose and thumbtacks in his head. Oh, so no. they're, they're recreating very specific moments from the, the Attitude Era. Incredibly tempting. Uh, Also, that would be yeah, because we saw that when I look at a bar. So it'd be like, oh, that was was the one. We all thought it was dead. Also, the the brief moment of like, I should be a wrestler, and the next morning I woke up, I'm like, that was a stupid idea. I'm glad I'm not going to do this. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, oh yeah, I should be a wrestler. That'd be great. Cut to 24 hours later, like that's a stupid idea. If they uh, ever, if they ever have a set where Mister Perfect is destroying the title belt with yes. the genius, just take my money. Just take your money. Well, speaking of something, also, you know, one of the bangers throughout history, there is a WrestleMania 10 box set, and it is Shawn Michaels with Razor Ramon and the ladder and the double belts. So yeah, you can I've recreate. Seen that one. 
yeah, tempting, but it was, just... but not for the not for the price point that that I was seeing it at. I I was keying in on that um, on that set, but uh, it's yeah, it's just too expensive. The other one that I would be awfully tempted is if they had uh, Michaels putting Janetti through the the window. I could definitely see that as a San Diego Comic Con at some point, especially yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be tough. That would be tough to ignore. My current temptation is the Andre the Giant in the leisure suit, but that thing sold out so quickly, and I am not going to spend two hundred dollars on. I mean, he's a dapper dressed out. He's you know he's got the the full on eighties sports coat, sports jacket. You know that does is not it match. The powder it. blue one? Is it that powder yeah, yeah, blue? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's so <laughs> ugly. It's so ungodly. But I like the dumb stuff. Exactly. And he's got a broken chain that he rips off of Hulk Hogan. But yeah, no, I can't. Who would have thought that would sell out? Why is the stupid stuff selling out? So Because, because it's they're, and it's fun. They're keying in on, that's what I'm saying, like these moments, the, the moment packages, I'm surprised that they don't have more of them because those are the things that remind people of specific events and they could be the reason why somebody got into wrestling in the first place like you yeah. were saying with the with the andre the giant what's the first thing that reminded you of him in the piper's pit ripping the chain off of hogan and that's right around the time all of us became wrestling fans yeah there's a Shawn michaels from the royal rumble 1997 where he wins his chance to uh he fights to retain the championship he's got the cowboy hat and the, the chaps and the weird chainmail halter top so <laughs> That one doesn't, that's not, that's not, yeah, I don't really care about that one. It's just, it's certain moments that, that capture it. Yeah. And you just don't, you don't know until you just start scrolling and you see like, oh no, something's happening. Something, something, <laughs> I'm coming it unglued. Moved. What's happening? It, it did, it did move. Yeah. And, and, it, and by moving, it opens up your wallet. So yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. But yeah, this is something you actually mentioned with your daughter. You uh, right now currently under I think Warner Brothers. Clarify Turbo. Most most DC superheroes, even the edgy ninety ones, they they don't come with guns. They come with like baseball bats and swords because. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, they, well, they're starting to come with weapons now, but there's that there was a line that because of after all the the shootings and whatnot that happened, they decided to have a no gun policy with some of their figures, even though in the movies and everything, they're depicted with those weapons. So like when you're getting those figures, you're not getting the weapons you're getting like, you know, a uh, red hood is a guy who used guns like deadly force, but I got a crowbar instead of guns. It's pretty, pretty deadly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty deadly, but like, you know what uh, I mean? Top like, is not to get hit by a crowbar, but I hear you. Punisher. The Punisher coming with a bunch of Nerf guns. That's it. Well, they actually did that with the G.I. Joes. The first wave of G.I. Joes, they actually modeled all the guns off of existing uh, concept art that they had for their Nerf division. So if you're a Nerf head, you can get uh, Gung-Ho, and he's got some some fun blasters. But um, but yeah, no McFarlane. He, uh, he has a way around it, so we just released the uh, just an accessory pack. So we're buying accessories for our dollies now, just like everything else. Yeah, so, so instead you, of like... You... You sent me some weapons, and I was quite quite impressed with the uh, the the smorgasbord of options I have. Um, I'm looking at uh, maybe modding my uh, Grim Knight Batman to putting some more guns on his back. Because <laughs> so like, absurd. 
Yeah, it's absolutely absurd. So I'm just like, oh, I could probably just, you know, uh, glue these this way on the, the little pack that he has on his back already. But like, or I was thinking maybe I can try to get a an actual like uh, fishing line, like poke, get a small little hole in there and tie some fishing line around and I can put the guns in there, but then I can take them out if he wants to use them. He's going to have a lot of lower back pain for Batman. He's not going to sneak up on people if he has 80 no, pounds man, of guns rattling yeah. around. He's not this that, but this Batman isn't stealthy. This Batman's just <laughs> I'm going to kill you, and I like it. And so I want edgy. all the guns, all the so guns. Edgy. It's weird how I mean you've been fortunate enough, Al. Uh, the the GI Joes come with a tons of, of accessories, and like the odd ones that we do decide to open up, you know, and display, you know, at your, you know, your your home office and, and what have you, just to fiddle around with when you're having a crappy day at work. But it's surprising, like how the little extra boops and bleeps. And doodads you can get down the line add to what you have. So I could definitely see people getting a couple things and they're like, yeah, I'm not going to buy everything, but I'm going to soup up the ones that I have with, you know, third party accessories or just this or that. Yeah, that's a that's a thing all on its own, that third party like uh, upgrade kits. Like, yeah. you know, Optimus gets these metal joints. Here's the metal joint upgrade kit. And you're like, what the fuck? What? Yeah, and the like, company was too cheap to make it, but a different factory will make it, and you can yeah. you, know, you can still replace them after if you want to resell it. But they go for a lot of money. Yeah, like eighty dollars for a joint set on a fucking Optimus Prime, or what is it? The uh, the, uh, the attachment for Gray Skull, where it has like this little bit of landscape and the the Point Dread attachment and the extra like. Uh, a stable for the horse. Yeah, the stable for the horse. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like fucking four hundred dollars for that thing, and you're just kind of like, yeah, but it makes it look badass. <laughs> so it's speaking, speaking of Castle Grayskull. Oh no. Speaking of Snake Mountain. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking I might get a, a Castle Grayskull. It's thirty dollars on Walmart.com. Yeah, I was looking. I was buying. Trust me, I'm poking around. <laughs> Okay. But like, I'm, just, I'm just, but I'm just like, oh, I don't have the room for it right now. But like, I do because all I'd have to do is just, you know, move the Joker figures, the Joker dragons, to a different like spot to hang, and I could put the the uh, gray skull at the top of the top of the shelf, and then I was like, oh, I could take it out of the box and put it up there, and then have some origin figures, crack some origin figures open. Like maybe like a week or so ago, Al, that he wasn't even into his Masters Universe anymore. I know, he, just totally stopped. I know. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Batman is the best. He's just, I get it. Like, I do that myself. There's, there's sure. some days I'm looking through eBay, and it's, and I've always preached to you guys, like, I'm only after specific things. And then there's been a couple of times I've looked through eBay, and I'm like, oh, but that's really cool. And then you think about, you just think, he's just thinking out loud. I don't think he's going to get one. Thirty bucks, probably pretty, not. Pretty good. Probably not. I, I know him, and he's. And I know you do too. But he he likes to talk out loud, and he only does about twenty percent of what he says. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Twenty thirty. Yeah, it's true. Good, yeah, it's true. He'll talk about you know ten things, and he'll end up with two of them. That's not too bad. That's pretty good. Good odds. Well, it's good on my pocketbook. That's the thing. Yeah, yes. well, yeah, same with that. Same with all of us. I mean, we, you know, we're not uh, we're not Elon Musk sitting here, you know, we can get anything polishing our emeralds that we stole from our dad's exactly. mine. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you, know, you can have the room. You can have the room. $30. I mean, eventually, they're marked down so low that you're not going to be able to find them until you find them on the secondary market. So just saying, TikTok, Mr. Wick. Yeah, I know. I know. If I am, this is the time. I know. I mean, you can, I'm staring. I'm staring at the box always, right now. You can always pick up an extra Clamp Champ and Ram Man to set up in us. Yeah, I already have exactly. Clamp Champ and Ram Man open, so they're fine. They there can go, go in there. But, and I still have my Stinkor. I haven't made that trade yet. <laughs> you haven't decided yet. All right, you didn't say the affirmative. So yeah, all right, good to know. You you still have yours in your box, uh, Swamp Ninja? Yeah, yeah, I haven't opened it up yet. I haven't decided. I've slowly been taking over the better half's bookshelf with uh, the Masters of the Universe Origins, but uh, I've been. Maybe we should just get another one and just open that one and keep this one in the box for the annals of history, you know, just for the annals of time. You should because you've got like the secrets of Castle Grayskull pack. You've got the yeah. Frogmonger. Yep. You've got all those obscure sets that go with it. That's a good point. I should get doubles of those too. And then that, then I don't have to worry about. Making Crack a mistake and that opening things up. Open, make a display so you can exactly. take pictures of it. That's it. I, I want to see it, Dennis. I want to see it. Let's see the. I'll live vicariously through you. <laughs> You've got to set those up. Replace like the cardboard cutout of the space guy with the real space. With the guy. actual, and then you can take his head off and put He-Man's head on it, or somebody, our Skeletor's. It's an actual it guy. It was me all along. Exactly. The old put a guy in a chair. The chair moves, and a guy falls into a, a pit. That's right. So you good. Have the frogmonger down there, ready to fuck him up. Just it, just farting around, just froggy style. That's right. That's it. So tempting, so tempting. It's crippling nostalgia. It is a problem. So good. Uh, I think that yeah, that was pretty much it's a, 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 a melange of of eighties and nineties and, and professional wrestling. So Transformers, Master Universe, superheroes. Terrible, terrible, terrible. The next yeah. So we'll make we'll make that deal. I'll check. Uh, I'll check around the uh, the storage box and see what else is is on its way for you. Within good time. Oh. <laughs> it's been good. We'll I haven't bought anything. So the new rule is: yeah, I don't buy anything until you get your stuff. So there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. That's it's my fault that I'm getting stuff. Oh no, that's not that's not right. <laughs> I gotta buy something. I've been pretty good. I um, actually I've been just getting. I've been enabling other folks. So I, I found a uh, 1994 Lord Zed Power Rangers toy. Yeah, I got that for a for a buddy. Met up over the weekend. Did a little a little catch up. And uh, what is a Lord Zed Turbo? How would you how would you describe Lord Zed to to Al who uh, who who matured a little bit earlier than we did. Uh, a fleshy person who who is flayed <laughs> and doesn't have any skin, and then he has this really cool mask, and you can see his brain. That's that's pretty much Lord Zed. I mean, in all honesty, I think I think he was a Power Ranger that turned bad, or he was well, like he was Zordon's leader and turned bad. I I can't remember the the whole mythos, but yeah, he was a, he was a he was a good dude who turned bad, lost all his skin because of a curse, and then became super evil and wants to kill everybody. Yeah, every yeah. time he sits down on the sofa, he's just covered in lint and dog hair because yeah, there's no, exactly. no skin. Yeah, uh, that would make me but, turn evil. Yeah, pretty yeah for sure. Someone like get you know you, you cut open an orange and you get some on you thing. Uh, but yeah, so a skinless evil emperor. So he's kind of 
yeah, he's an evil space alien, shockingly, and constant tube action and no skin. So bad, bad, bad around uh, dander and lint. And uh, I found a little 80s Care, Boy, Care Bear for, uh, for the better half. She still has her, her Care Bear dolls in storage somewhere, but this is just a little plastic one from the 80s. Uh, so, hey, you know what? It was in the grab bag. So the grab bag ended up getting something for everybody. So it was good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The, uh, the thrifting definitely bypasses the, uh, the urge to purchase things to feel good, uh, either especially if you find something for someone else and also when you spend less than $4. So. Hey, that's a bonus. <laughs> Yay. Bonus, yeah. Trying to keep the devil at bay. I resisted uh, Steam sale, Steam summer sale, and there was Xbox oh, so sale this I. week as well. So did I. I didn't buy anything. Good. I was I was good because Game Pass is 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 more than enough. I have enough on on my Xbox that I need to start playing some of this stuff. So um, I'm trying How to I'm trying to I'm trying to the, the only thing I'm buying is Mortal Kombat one when it comes out because. It's going to be badass. I already have my three days booked off. I'm off oh on the 19th and 20th of September. Three days. Three days. Where are you going three. with snacks? What's, what's your snack rotation? Well, Anybody it's probably just, snacks? well, I don't know. I don't Bridge know. It's a, can't get yeah. it. Bridge Mix is out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bridge Mixer's done. I can't get none. No, all those kids are stupid. Yeah. They cleaned up too much heavy metals up, in it. Well, they, they cleaned up the accident that created the bridge mixture. Yes. And yeah, they didn't want to reenact mixture. the accident. They did. It's just like, no, no. you can't do it. Much like the you Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. There's the <laughs> Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. 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 Chris, Christopher Dolan's actually going to do his next film is about the bridge mix accident. <laughs> I got, I don't know if I'm going to watch that, that Oppenheimer. <laughs> Are you guys going to check it out? Uh, I'm neutral. Wait for some reviews. I don't know. I uh, I definitely got on a kick of uh, of and Al can agree the benefits of uh, nuclear holocaust. So uh, you know some Trinity and beyond. Some, watching some test footage, always good. Uh, the uh, also uh, the day after, I think that was a good '80s TV movie. Lots of good uh, nuclear nuclear fallout. Uh, ending of all life on the planet content out there from the 80s and 90s. The yeah. Oppenheimer. I want to see it. Uh, I'm a Jake and the Fat Man. Murphy. What's up? Not Jake the, no, <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. I confused that with Fat Man Little Boy. I would be good if you called Jake and the Fat Man. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Fat Man's going to destroy a society. Uh, <laughs> terrible. But yeah, it's on... It would be interesting to see on IMAX, and he did all the special effects in-house, which is a testament because there's certainly too much uh, CGI now. It's 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 uh, disappointing. But uh, yeah, Threads. What else is there on the beach? Classic one. But yeah, you guys are gonna go op- get Oppenheimer with it. I'm probably gonna watch it if I can get it on. Uh, if I can pirate it, yeah, I'll probably watch it. I'm not paying for it. Fuck that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, calm down. Fair enough. I mean, we all know how it ends. Like that's the thing. We yeah, all know how it ends. Yes. Horribly. One guy says, "I am become death," and the other scientist is like, "Me too." So, I like how they weren't sure if it's going to ignite the atmosphere. And I like how they're like, ah, "This might just destroy everything." So, it's good. Good times. 
Push the yeah, Z button. Push the button, yeah. Um, since we're talking films, uh, has anyone watched anything good recently? Any any good movies to watch? I was going to say, also, too, if the algorithm has been good and avoided any purchases. Oh, yeah. I don't have any money. That's fine. <laughs> the doggy. <laughs> the, he the is only... taking care of a new animal. The only chance that I would have had was if that guy didn't ghost me. And I, he, he had the figures that he probably would have taken a decent chunk of money out of me, but alas, he was not willing to do business. So I guess I keep that money. Yeah. Yep. Opportunities will come up, so it will be fine. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah, what'd you guys catch up on? Movie wise or? Yeah. Or media too, any good series. There's lots of good stuff dropping all the time. Uh wife and I have kind of started um Dead City. We said we weren't gonna really get into the spin oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The devil you went know. Back to the well. But went it's back to it. how many seasons are gonna be? Eighteen? No, I think they're these are all limited runs. Um it's just, just the walk. The Walking Dead was just so the ending was just so unsatisfying that we're just like searching for anything that'll give us a, I guess more closure or a better chasing ending. the dragon. Yeah, and it's like okay, well you know Negan's an interesting character just because of what they did with him. Uh, the fact that he was like the most hated villain, and then they've turned him into like a, a fan favorite. So I mean that doesn't happen too often. Um. That happens in every episode. wrestling angle. <laughs> That's like yes, professional but I'm talking about like a show. Um, the first episode was meh. So we're kind of like, that's the only one that we, I think they're on like episode five or something like that now. And it's, we're like four or five episodes behind. And it's kind of like, well, let's, I've heard that it's pretty good. Maybe we'll just try to get through one or two more. And if it just, if it just isn't kicking, it's not, you know, then I'm, I'm cool with, with it either way we usually like to watch some like we usually like to have a couple of series on the go that we just watch together so it's just we're we're trying to trying to see if it's gonna go anywhere i have no interest in the daryl dixon one so i'm not really i'll probably watch the pilot just to see what they're doing with it but it's just it's so frustrating because i completely wrote off like world beyond which is another Walking Dead spinoff, and it was a limited. It was only two seasons or something like that. And I watched the first couple of episodes, just didn't appeal to me. And then I find out that there's like a ton of references to the main show that. Oh, they got you. Like callbacks and references and stuff. And it's like characters from the main show are mentioned in this, and some of their fates are kind of. Uh, it's just so frustrating. And then Fear the Walking Dead. We watched the first three three seasons, I think, and it's just like I'm not feeling this. Like I hate the main characters. I don't give a shit. And then they they moved Morgan Jones over to that series, and it's like okay, let's give it another shot. And it's like eh, it's still no good. They're pulling the and strings. I find out that there's like all these references between like Morgan trying to get a hold of Rick and. They're explaining like what happened to these places that you know you saw hints of in The Walking Dead. That's yeah, they're real dicks. Yeah. They want you to watch every <laughs> single episode. 
of every single show that's in this Robert Kirkman universe. And this brand will be your personality. It's yeah. Just every aspect and of it. It's just like, there's, there's just, I don't know. And it's, that's, I guess that's why the walking dead, like you didn't get that closure because you got to watch all this they, other shit. They never cared. It didn't matter. That's just a dick. That's got, yeah, that's kind of a, a weird theme that's starting to poke its head in, in entertainment. It's more so of of IPs or like brands instead of, and uh, Tribble can mention this too, uh, what happened, kind of a shift for a lot of the superhero movies. So it's like they don't care. Necessarily like a series might be weighted on the writing and the, and the caliber of the acting and, you know, particular actors who've done a very, you know, that you're, engaged with now it's just more so of like if it's a walking dead show they just want to watch a walking dead show or like oh it's a spider-man movie they don't care who plays spider-man they just want to see a spider-man movie or in this case um the flash like they're, they're banking on a guy who you know who's you know crime city but yeah, you know people aren't going to care they're just going to want to see a flash movie and they're just going to throw some d-grade special effects at it people are just going to people don't care about let's say the actor or necessarily the story, but they just want, like, I want yum, yum, yum. I want flash. Yum, yum, yum. I want zombies. Yum, yum, yum. I want to see, you know, Bob the goon in his HBO series. So it's just so fr- like for me, the, the best series that I've seen in the last, I don't know, few, like maybe even all time are like the breaking bad and the better call Saul series. Like, complete closure uh just stellar right like both shows only got better as they went on and they had a game plan yeah like it's the the guy had a vision he wrote his vision and then they didn't come after him and say well this made a lot of money so you know half-heartedly pump out another another season or two he didn't do any of that it's like they let they ended on on the logical points they gave you closure and that was just, it was strong all the way through with maybe one or two filler episodes throughout the entire run. Sure. They have to work within limitations of, of budget and, you know, they still have to play the game. But yeah, you see that a lot with like a UK series. Like, yeah, no, you know, six episodes is a season, two seasons, and we're done. Be it comedy or thriller, what have you. The um, unfortunate thing with the walking dead universe and and you you can probably attest to this you know exactly where i'm coming from man if only like if only they would have kept um why can't i think his name is completely the original director and showrunner yeah yeah why can't i think of his name (laughs) well it's been 20 years how long has the show been going yeah but he's done a few other things he's done oh no for sure like, like too like the mist and that i can't think of his name anyway it's frank darabont i think darabont yes yes um just and i love season i love season three and four of the walking dead like to me those are my favorite seasons and i know darabont left in the middle of season two but season one and like when he was there you can just tell the difference in writing like the tone of the show just completely changed after he left and it's just it was for the worse like i think he would have I think he would have done a much better job with the show in its later stages. No, for sure. And I think there's, I mean, jumping on this too, Turbo, as far as, you were talking about Breaking Bad, the, uh, all the same people cut their teeth on X-Files. So there's a, there's a weird, I read a couple of articles, you can track like some of the best running series 
a lot of the best running, you can say, premium TV series, uh, most of the writers cut their teeth on the original Columbo series. So people have been in the industry for a long, long time, like even just working on things like Northern Exposure and whatnot. And it's interesting now, there's going to be the, uh, the writer strike. Everything's just going to be, you know, a couple of advisors and an algorithm to uh, bang out stories of Walking Dead in Malibu. Um, is there any, any premium shows? Well, you're a Buffy household and the Turbo household is a Buffy show. Any, any longstanding series that really, you know, that still stand out for you? Um, for, long, for me, for long uh, standout series, like, like in today's, like in the, in the 2010s and 2020s, like, you know, I like, I liked Preacher. Preacher was a really good series. Um, Banshee. I loved Banshee. That was a really good series as well. Uh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Banshee's the shit. Like if you want to watch it, you want to watch a show that makes like, that that's, goes from zero to 60 in the first episode, it's Banshee. You're just like, what the fuck am I watching? because <laughs> it is and you usually say that nuts. because you're usually pretty you're pretty high yeah which is which is a, a valid but like watching that show that first episode and when you watch what happens happens you're kind of like uh okay i'm in <laughs> like it's it's a it's a watch it watch episode one and you're like okay well i have to know more i gotta know what happens now because they really fucking grab you and that's the that's what i like about certain shows like if you can get me episode one to be like Oh, I'm interested, and like, and then you actually, you know, there's a payoff. Fuck, man, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with you for ten seasons if I have to. But, but like, you gotta, you gotta keep it fresh. So like, Banshee was good. I liked Preacher. I mean, if you want to go, like, I still every now and then I go back and watch uh, Buffy. It was, stands the test of time. And I mean, if you really wanna, and if you really wanna like follow the the, the Buffy story, like. After the show stopped, he kept writing the comic book, and it picked up right after the show. So, you can you can kind of still still get that Buffy fix. Like you can get season. I think they stopped at season six. I think it's like seven, eight, nine, ten. I think they're on season eleven now in the comic or something like that. Oh wow! So like you can you can still get your fix with that. Um, but yeah, like I love I love shows that like just really grab you. How is, in all fairness, uh, as Turbo would say, uh, Walking Dead, Dead City? It takes place in Manhattan. How do, how's the budget? Do they actually look like they're in a dilapidated Manhattan? Because we are horny for urban decay. We enjoy uh, run-down and dilapidated buildings. Well, the, the first episode, they kind of just make it into Manhattan. Uh, they get a hot dog. hasn't hasn't really shown the whole scale of what's going on. Like they haven't shown any major landmarks oh, or anything like they're, that. They're, they're just, in tunnels. Well, they're not in tunnels, but they're okay. just nothing notable. And I mean, my wife has been to New York, so she usually, if we see something that that looks familiar to her, she'll just be like, "I was there. I was there. just as it's a kind of a running joke, right?" Oh no, for but, sure. Yeah, she was there really... with zombies though. Are you ready to fight zombies? Can you? <laughs> but it would be kind of cool if you were there, and then you could recognize it all dilapidated and all that stuff. But she hasn't really. I don't think we've gotten into it quite yet. Like where it's okay. gonna. I don't know. Hopefully, I. As I say, like we're gonna give it another episode or two, but I don't know. There's. The You've been hurt before. The, the teaser well well that's the thing like there's some there looks like there's some fresh new concepts in it because the teaser 
that we watched. Is I mean, there's sexy one zombies? Part, well, there's one part where there's like a, a UFC octagon. Oh, there we go. Know, <laughs> Slap boxing looks, for, for zombies? Exactly. But it, I mean, obviously they're having like zombie, like, I don't know if it's people Gladiatorial. versus zombies. Yeah, sure. exactly. So they're doing something there. And then there's like this other one where it's, they made this weird monster out of like zombie parts and it like crawls. It's like an, almost like a, a human centipede. Um, Boredom is a hell of a thing. Yeah. But it's zombie parts. So it's sure. Okay. That's kind of weird. Terrifying. You're showing me different things at least. No, for sure. And it's such an, you know, an active playground of what you can do as far as for, you know, the, that's always been, you know, the type of uh, a well that will never run dry. But yeah, I can I can see your disappointment after all these years. You're not necessarily seeing like interesting things. It's just the same thing over and over. It's like, yeah. a, and as time goes on, like people are kind of okay. The zombies are there, and this this show kind of suffered from that as well, where the zombies kind of just fell into the background, and they're all oh, right. This is actually a zombie show. Um because the the you know the anti like the humans kind of came the main focus like the villains became the main focus as the villains where that's the other thing that that lacked after darabont left um like the first season the zombies were clearly the main threat and then throughout the the second throughout the second season it's like oh yeah like the zombies are still the major threat like they're still killing people and people are trying to get used to it but by by season six or seven it's like huh there's a zombie smack (laughs) and no big deal yeah and it's just so they had to kind of i mean in the later seasons like nine and ten they kind of made them they kind of came back into the into the forefront but it's like one major mistake they made and one thing that i really hated was in like season 10 to like to i guess to shock viewers or to i don't know what a, what purpose it was but they started climbing things and they started <laughs> like opening jungle doors and it's like okay i get it like zombies evolving like you know romero's movies did the same thing but the problem was is you blew your wad right off because in season one, the very first friggin' episode, sorry, not the first episode, but the second episode, um, Morgan's wife who just died is trying to get back into the house and you can see her turning the doorknob. She remembers being in there and she's turning the doorknob, but they're locked. So she can't figure out how to unlock it, but she knows enough to walk up to the door and turn the knob. And then all of a sudden, in like season three, they can't, they can barely even like walk. Like, it's just dumb. It's like they were really smart starting off. Then they kind of regressed and it's, oh yeah, they're smart again. Like it's, it's stupid. It's, I can, I can see your frustration, but man, you are a masochist. <laughs> well, I, it was just, yeah. I hope it, I hope it gets I, better. I don't know what to say. It's tough. I but as I said, like I've got this on a very leash. So if I'm not impressed by the next episode or two, we're done. Then what's next on the docket? Uh, well, 
we've been getting into the show called Heels. I think I told you guys about it before, about the two wrestling brothers. The guy was left uh, That's fine. the wrestling pro- promotion by his father. It, it looks kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys have gotten into it. Um, there's that. There's We've been watching, like, she's really into the wrestling documentaries. So, like, anything with, like, Tales from the Territories or Dark Side of the Ring or any of that stuff. Have Even you find folks didn't... watched the uh, the Abdullah episode yet? Just watched it today, actually. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Night. Did you guys watch it? I watched it last no, night. You guys go 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 in on it. Go in on it. Don't spare me. It's all good. Um, I... there's nothing. I don't think there's anything crazy. The only thing that really uh, it, it annoyed me because I knew who the wrestler was, but they were talking about this Hannibal guy at the end. Who follows us at Two BD Pods with a Z on Instagram? He Woo! follows us. Yes, yes, he does. Blood Hunter. Interesting, because I'm a bit of shit all love, over him. We also get love from Sir Mix a lot and Kento Kobashi of all people. Way to go, Kenta! Yeah, that is weird. Okay, well, I guess I won't shit on him then. Oh, you that's, can that's shit on him. Pretty, no, he's a real piece of shit. Like things have come to light. Like he is. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know what's going on. Yeah, Kenta Kobashi. Yeah, Kenta Kobashi is our new best friend. Uh, Blood yeah. Hunter can go go to hell. <laughs> he can he can go eat a fork. Um, yeah. It is a complicated, in all fairness, it is a complicated story of, of the hepatitis. So I'm not entirely sure, but uh, r- recent activities of one blood hunter has uh, been a little. Uh, the referee little with the spike. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing. Like I, I watched his promos with. Uh, there, there's the fa- there's the the famous promo that he did, and it was a work. But it was him with Terry Funk, and he apparently beat the shit out of Terry Funk, which annoyed me, even though it was kayfabe, because that takes the mystique out of funk like this dude's not going to beat the shit even a a 70 year old terry funk would hand this guy his lunch um and the other one was when he was with uh lenny poffo there and they had that staged backroom fight i get what he's doing it was smart because because he was trying to make a name for himself but there's just something so unlikable and douchey about him that it's and then i watched this episode and it's like you're rest, you're messing around with Abdullah the Butcher, and unless you lived under a rock or you didn't understand what that man did throughout the the seventies and eighties to get famous, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Like that's on you, bud. Like you're dumb. Like asking him to blade you, and, and even if it even if he didn't blade him with the same blade that he used on himself you two are bleeding all over each other and bleeding into your cuts and everything. Like what did you think was going to happen? Abdullah can't really do many. That's that like, that's his shtick. He, he bleeds and he makes you bleed and you bleed not in each other and everything else. Like, then he gets some ice cream. That's it. Then you get some ribs. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But overall, but I, I just, a career then, uh, of, of Abdullah Butcher, how do you guys stack Abdullah Butcher in comparison to other people from our history, like Terry Funk, you know, McFoley, Onita? Unfortunately with Abdullah, he's, there's that one glaring omission where he just didn't do it on the biggest stage of the biggest stages. And it's unfortunate, McMahon, like, and they just, they explain that in this episode um he was just too a little too much for mcmahon like 
he probably would have fit in the attitude era, but by that time it just, I don't know if he was just too old or what the situation was by the time the attitude era rolled around. He was just ahead of the curve. That's all. Like he, he would have been a, a ma- I think he would have been a major star if he, and he was a pretty big star anyway, but he would have, he would have been in the, in the stratosphere if, if his peak was like 97, 98, he would have been like a mega star because he was, he, you know, he would have been a great monster heel for Hogan back in the eighties, but I get it. He was just, he was too much. I understand. He's making bank in Japan. Uh, Turbo, do you want to talk about a certain VHS that had a steel cage match with various WCW wrestlers that had an electric chair in the middle? <laughs> oh, the infamous Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Great googly moogly, the Chamber of Horrors match. We need to do commentary over that. Now, he oh. was part of the Dungeon of Fear, right? Dungeon of Faces of Fear. Faces Whatever of fear, that group was. Doom. I think, yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure whatever it's the Sullivan's, Whatever Benoit's murderer's thing was there. Steroids? No, uh, Sullivan. no, really butcher. <laughs> Sullivan's group there, the Dungeon of Fear or whatever it was. The Dungeon of Doom. But yeah. uh, I will double check that right now. They're showing a snippet of, of him and the. But yeah, trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is the Dungeon of Doom. And but there was a, there no. was also a there was also a thing with Kevin Smith of the three faces of fear, and there was mm-hmm. Zodiac. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Here's Mook one and Mook two, and they're gonna have a battle for the Schnugans Championship. Oh my god. Now I know why people hate podcasts. Everyone just gets everything wrong. <laughs> we all have mild brain damage from uh, from lead. We're all um, we're all we're old, man. Yeah, we are. We all yeah. Um my hallmark from the uh, the the uh, the, the, the cage match was there was all lots of spooky props all around the, the steel cage. The cage was around the ring. So My favorite is when Buddy jumped out of the coffin and he a just random got guy pops out of a coffin like, in like yeah, just like in a black leotard and pops out and immediately gemoed by uh, I, I'm not sure is it the Diamond Stud? It's the Diamond Stud just fucking. We got this wrong. We, we're intentionally getting this wrong for the two people that listened to this and had a childhood. Uh, but yeah, just a guy just would be out. Like, Who was that mystery guy? Oh, it doesn't matter. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> instantly, like instantly. There's, yeah, there's no freeze or flight. It's immediate fight. Is like a guy pops out. Oh, Pop. okay, done. <laughs> shoot punch in the face. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, he did. He was a shoot punch right in the face. Oh my like god. Like foot soldiers on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Exactly. Exactly. And eventually, you so you would watch his pay per view. And yep. eventually, to win it, you would have to kill a man with an electric chair. Yeah, yeah. My WCW favorite though child is child friendly the, WCW. Yeah, child friendly WCW is doing a chamber horror match, and my my favorite thing about the match is the switch that's supposed to turn on the electric chair is one of those goofy, over the size cartoon switches. But it doesn't. It, it's so poorly made; it kept falling down into the on position. Shades so, of you, know, you, you would see. 
you would see awesome. like them pull it back up and then it would fall and then he'd see it. So if you go back and you watch the tape, it's it's on, it's off, it's on, it's on. You gotta you gotta jiggle it. You gotta jiggle oh, it to turn it on. Yeah, they're they're it's it's pumping. What is it? Uh, priming the pump. That's what they're doing. They're like pumping down, well, down. You know, I'm not gonna say you end up in an electric chair, but they were a big boy, so I'm sure they need a lot of. Uh... Yeah. So anyway, Abdullah ends up in the chair, and they pull the switch, and the face that man made when pretending to get electrocuted was absolutely hilarious only to immediately no sell it and attack cactus jack exactly wakes up out of nowhere and is like i'm not dead and i'm gonna kill cactus jack you know it's abdullah man another wrestler who's perhaps the uh their career was dependent on someone else making them look good a la mcfoley so uh, the real hero of the match mcfoley for putting up with all the nonsense. I'm making oh, Vader man. look good and just eating shit all the time too. Yeah, Vader was pretty bad in that uh, in that match. It's pretty bad. All the, he's bad to people. Well, yeah, it was, he's, pretty, he's it was pretty, pretty bad all around. Yeah, bad to people. Did people well? Um, speaking of the Funker of Hardcore Legends, and uh, sorry to sidetrack, we will get sidetracked several times. But um, Kanuki Man Muscle was a big uh, a part of our childhoods. We've dabbled. I we do we do uh, Muscle Mondays, so we take a look at uh, a classic muscle toy character from uh, from the past, and I either forgot or never knew the character Terry Man was actually based off of Terry Funk. So props to Terry Funk for permeating the zeitgeist and such a big part of, of history that he actually has an anime, a manga, and a little toy, Japanese guy, Terry Man, in his honor. Yeah, do you have that so, figure? I do not know. I have a crystal skull full of, uh, of muscle figures that I have to go through. But, um, you know, I do have a classics, Terry Funk, a Funker, that is on the shelf with my bruiser Brody. I think I might need to get one of the uh, the fancier Terry Man figures. Oh, nice! I think I should. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's it's uh, the uh, the sneaky the sneaky slippery slope of concept art. You know, things that inspired other things. So if I go through muscle to see what fake characters got inspired by actual wrestlers, I might be in trouble. But. <laughs> um, we will see. So perhaps a Terry Man in package next to uh, the Texas Rose Terry Funk. We'll see. That's the problem with thinking. And I'll get you in trouble every time. Uh, yeah. Was this season for Beyond, uh, not, I'm going to say Beyond the Mat, but uh, the, uh, the HBO show, which has been the, the standard for you fine folks? Uh, so far, I mean, the... The one about uh, Candido was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and Sonny. I, I mean, I wish I wish they could have talked about Sonny's uh, stuff more, but I guess, again, you know, court case charges, that sort of thing. I, I understand it. So I would I like the Candido one. Um, the Adrian Adonis one was, was interesting, too, because, like, he didn't really, you know, like, it was a sad story because he died in a, in a car wreck. At the you know on his you know downfall of his career, but in all honesty, a lot of people thought he could make a comeback, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, he didn't get the chance. And yeah, it's you know it's a sad story, but that's what drugs does, man. And but like 
he did drugs, but like he was still a really good family man and he could like, he was paying for everything and he wasn't like a deadbeat. He wasn't like, you know, being a complete asshole. Like, I mean, he was an asshole. To self-destructive. People, like, self-destructive more, more than anything. Like just, you know, being like, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug and that's what happens. I learned a lot from, I, I was going to mention that episode as well. I learned a lot from it. Um, as a, you know, when I got into wrestling, when I did, uh, he was kind of coming off the tail end of, of his career in the WWF and the mainstream. I think he died not long after too. I think he what, it was like 89 or something like that, that he died. Um, I mean, I got only got into wrestling in like 80 latter part of 86. Uh, and he was just kind of the big, you know, he, was, he was a rather large individual at that time. And he was doing the whole, you know, dress as a woman gimmick and, um, you know, he was feuding with, with Roddy Piper and, you know, which is, I mean, everyone loved Roddy Piper back in the day. So you hated Adrian Adonis, but I, I, you know, I didn't realize what a, like what a reputation he had at one time as like just a, a tough street kid. Um, I only ever saw him in that one gimmick. And I do remember reading a pro wrestling illustrated article on him. Um, and I remember it was called from lace to, or from leather to lace. So he was like the, you know, the street biker kind of tough guy. And then I guess as he gained weight and, you know, kind of became more um, undependable and, or, you know, getting into the drugs and everything, Vince kind of punished him and put him in that new role. And uh, it just made him spiral more and more. But it was a pretty interesting story. Um, this one, this season's... As you've kind of, as we've already kind of gone through the the bigger episodes, controversies, the first three, yeah. yeah, like everyone that everyone knows about. Now you're starting to get into the more obscure stuff that maybe people don't know a lot about, like the junkyard dog episode. I learned a lot about him because, again, tail end of his career when I got into wrestling, I didn't know a lot about the guy. Um, so you know, interesting episode. We got into wrestling at the at the height, you could say, as kids. But yeah, we never would have necessarily, also especially based where we grew up, you know, we wouldn't know about territories. There was, you know, Grand Prix was surprisingly a big territory. You know, Andre the Giant, tons of, tons of folks come through. But, you know, would we get access to Stampede? And there was tons of Florida stuff, Portland. There was just, yeah, wrestling was, was so huge. We got... We got the Vince McMahon, the WWF era of it. So, we, and like you yeah. said, the, the the tail end of a lot of people's careers, and uh, just, you know, beaten up and broken that, down. Yeah, just guys that that Vince kind of bought from the different territories that were big names, and for whatever reason, some of them didn't work out, some of them did. But I mean, I had no idea that Junkyard Dog had such a bad substance abuse problem. Like, I had no idea, and uh, you know, it was pretty high. Like his substance abuse was as prolific uh as like jake the snake and uh, scott halls easily and i i mean i had no idea do you guys think what may have hidden it was the not the well just the, just the wwf style like we grew up with guys in enhancement town so essentially jobbers so you know we wouldn't we'd see maybe one special like a saturday night's main event or you know we'd rent the tape of a pay-per-view but most of the wrestling we saw was a star be it at the end of their career or whatnot, just wrecking, you know, some mild-mannered uh, custodian in a pair of tights. 
you think that, yeah. that was also a way of, so we weren't necessarily the, the competitive matches, even sometimes on the pay-per-views, some matches were not competitive. Like you could tell wrestling was called on the fly back then and uh, it did not always go well. But uh, do you think that also kind of could hide, you know, just in general? And, and I'm sure you've all, you guys also have been to house shows where it was like the drizzling shits or they just kind of sleeper hold, sleeper hold, throw a Coke on somebody, not cocaine, but like a Coca-Cola. Uh, do you think the WWF style maybe hid the limitations of people better than, you know, like the Crockett, the, the Southern style, the drag them, blood them, bloody, you know, brutal, brutal matches in general? I just, I think it depends on the wrestler. Like for somebody like Junkyard Dog, who was like basically the Hulk Hogan of Mid-South. Um, Lots of charisma, he, not necessarily you know, move. Well, yeah, well, that's like Hogan, right? Hogan didn't wasn't a great wrestler. Although Hogan in Japan is amazing for like leg scissors and inseguries. It's it's it's. I gotta see. Yeah, I gotta watch that stuff. I never did get around to it, but like he he was basically the Hogan, and um, you know they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. He wanted to, you know, he was supporting us. So he was another guy that was, you know, big on family, supported his family and everything else. More money equals more security. So he he went thinking, okay, you know, I'm the big fish in the small pond down here. I'll just be a big fish in a big pond. And for whatever reason, the people just didn't react to him quite the same uh, just because, you know, there was already the big stars were already there. So it's hard to, to kind of break through that. And, you know, it just he got depressed it got worse you know he wasn't he wasn't in the role that he sh thought he should have been so you know you it's a, it's a vicious cycle and that's that happened to so many different wrestlers that you know vince mcmahon ran around went around and bought up scoop up it um, must have been amazing though i mean we look at it now but imagine back then someone who would have all of the the champions every promotion ever like as far as for a promoter like even if he didn't use them just yeah. you see the, those names on a wrestling on a you know a wrestling bill you know orndorff orndorff piper you know snake superfly jimmy snuka hulk hogan and then you know even if it's just like five minute matches or squash matches it's just 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 stacked cards so yeah i it don't even know how anyone could stand out it would have been surreal if you were like a wrestling fan in the 70s transitioning into the 80s because you like you're saying like all these big names in the territories and you're probably wondering to yourself back then like what if junkyard dog you know the the champion of mid-south faced off against like you know the king, king Jerry Lawler or from, yeah Lawler from memphis or something like that's a dream match like that would be crazy or carrie von eric versus you know, dusty roads. Henning. What would that? Yeah, exactly. What what would that look like? And it's, you know, if you've only ever known WWF, or if we start, if you started out with WWF like myself, um, then you know you don't, you wouldn't see that. We kind of got a taste of that when Vince bought up WCW and ECW, but you know they completely flushed <laughs> that down the toilet. They didn't do any of the big matches. When you really go back and look at it, they didn't. They had the ability to, but they didn't. A lot of guys were waiting on their guaranteed contract with Time yeah. Warner, so they could sit at home. They're like, "Hey, man, that was not? the problem. That was the yeah. problem." And Hogan, we've, we've, the Outsiders. We've um, done the invasion angle to death, and you know, I think yeah. we even did a rebook on it. 
Yeah. And it's, we had Those to always have fun. that. Yeah. We had to have that caveat. Like, okay, well, Vince, you know, Vince couldn't get Paul and Nash and Hogan. Like mm-hmm. the night he bought WCW and if, if, you know, they did the whole thing with Shane, like it says McMahon, but it's Shane. Cool concept. Really cool concept. But what if Shane was in the ring saying all this crap and all of a sudden the NWO comes out and just beats the shit out of him and says, you don't control our contracts. Like that would have been insane, but they just didn't have that ability. No. Yeah. As soon as that, yeah, they Hogan, Paul <laughs> Nash, Goldberg Singh, just smiling. Like, yeah. Okay. It's sold. It's fine. We still have 2 million a year or more. You know, time to get a knee surgery. You know, Goldberg get laser hair removal. Just kick back with some some beers on the beach for the huckster. Actually, no, Hogan actually did do a tour of a weird hybrid. You know, TNA, WCW, NWA, NWA, and they like toured Australia and a few things, but it never really took off. Well, don't forget, thing- Hogan was on TNA for like three years. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like yeah. him and Bischoff were running TNA for like three years, and that was a joke. Oof. The other thing that really hurt that angle too was the fact that leading into WWF's purchase of WCW was the fact that there was already the big shockers were already jumping ship, like the Jerichos, um, you know, the giant X Pac, whether you like them or not. That's that's that was a big get. Um, the radicals with Benoit and, and Uncle Eddie and and uh, Malenko and Saturn, like all those big names already jumped. Yeah, and so, they had such a such a, a bunch of people in history. It looks back, going back though, and uh, you know Booker T coming back, or so the, the wrestlers that decided to like opt out of the Time Warner contract to get an opportunity. They really should have been taken care of by WWE. Unfortunately, they weren't. But like DDP, he was also one of the ones. He's like, yeah, you know what? It's fine. I could DDP apparently could have stayed home for a couple of years, but you know, he was started wrestling later in life. Yeah, and they made him age. a stalker. Yeah, at his age, though, I don't yeah. think he could afford to sit at home. But yeah, like it's almost like, and we know Vince's history of punishing certain guys too like i mean he wear, he made dusty roads wear the the polka dots and you know he there, there were certain guys that he punished because of of the roles that they held and uh, the red rooster terry taylor was another example um i mean who's to say what he would have done with with other certain guys i mean they kind of did it with sting remember they you know there was a big deal that sting was coming in and then they had triple h just completely bury him Pretty much, yep. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, you know, Sting's the beacon of WCW, but watch what our guy does to him. That's just like yes, yeah, don't worry. So well, you for, yeah. Well, you're, you're kind of forgetting what happened. So also the Seth Rollins one though too. Yeah, that was after yeah, or before. The, yeah, that was that was like after. Like, yeah, he lost to, to Triple H, but they I do they forget a lot him. of that stuff. Well, you didn't watch back then. I did, well, but very half-assed. <laughs> I, I would. It, I would uh, there was a lot of minute you saw. There was there was uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the Road Dog, and also Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, and I think Scott Hall and Sting's corner, which doesn't make any sense of Sting. Yeah, it make, but it was, was like the old, it was the old WCW versus the old WWE, and they were all and they were all super old. Sean didn't hey, shave his head yet, but he had a he had a cowboy hat. And 
Yeah, he had that fucking locked in. He had that gorilla glue going. Yeah, the 10 gallon does not come off. I don't want to talk about Shawn Michaels and his baldness. Anyway, it's part of life. It's fine. When he shaved it, when he shaved his head, man, he looked like I he's got a good like, he's got a like, good shaved head. Uh, like a head, like the shape. No, he does not. The, the no, shape. I mean, I mean he's got not. a fucked up he, face, but yeah. He's got a he's got a mega mind fucking forehead. Grown men dunking on their heroes, their childhood it heroes. It doesn't it doesn't suit him at all. Like you know, there's certain there's certain wrestlers that suited, even guys that had hair and then shaved it. Like Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kurt Angle looked oh. fine, Triple H looked fine. It did not suit Michaels. It's okay, so so there's a there's a like a gif or a meme on, on online where it's oh, Shawn Michaels goodness. morphing into Chunk from the Goonies because that's what he's trying to look like. <laughs> oh, oh no! Hey you guys! Like no, it was no. yeah, it was it was rough. Oh, I don't like that. No. Well, did he not see there? Wasn't he like I think Shawn Michaels was in some sort of parody film where they made him like Gollum. They painted him green and he had the shaved <laughs> yes. head. Yes. I can't remember what the name of that movie was, but like, it, that uh, just, that... you can watch it on Tubi. So it's a, <laughs> a quality film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. Cause I'm just like, I don't think I can unsee it. It's bad enough. I seen him with a bald head. I don't want to see him painted green and bald. <laughs> like, yeah, just, but you, always, you always hated Michaels anyway. Yeah. But you got to respect the guy for what he did in his career. He was just a douchebag the whole entire time. Yeah. So were most of them. Well, some more than others. Yes. Yeah, and now absolutely. they're just playing video games and uh, working out and uh, being totally decent people. Yeah, and absolutely buying action figures. Yeah, so yeah, much uh, much better than there would not be. I don't think there'd be many, many dark side of the ring for AEW or current WWE guys. I think they're pretty much safe. Yeah, I I would say I don't. I can't remember the next few episodes, but. Apparently, the Marty Jannetty episode is like just mind blowing. Oh, no, yeah. And apparently, yeah. there are some things about Shawn Michaels that aren't very flattering. Well, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> but yeah, for, like, this is like for Marty this, this has the potential to blow things wide open, kind of like the plane ride from hell episode did with uh, the sexual harassment allegations against numerous wrestlers and. This one apparently is going to be not good. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, Somas and Long Island Ice Teas do not go together. Yeah. Janetti is just completely unhinged. Sure. Yeah. No. They. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you guys have been watching wrestling documentaries too, have you guys also fallen down? I mean, you've certainly dabbled every now and then with uh, wrestling shoot interviews. You know the poor man's oh, documentary. Yeah, um, any fatigue at this point of just noticing wrestlers just kind of stories slowly, slowly start changing and warping with time. Well, it's just more of a you just you realize that a lot of these people had a lot of vices and a lot of addictions because of the way wrestling was run. You had to run, you know, for three hundred and twenty days out of the year, maybe more. You may never, you may, you may never see your kids for like nine months, and then you go home, and like that strain. Like, there's just so much that these poor, poor guys went through based on the way wrestling was run. And you kind of, you, you kind of have that 
like you have empathy because you know like yeah they're douchebags because they're doing drugs and being horrible and whatever but then you got to really look at it and be like well how did they deal with their trauma well that's what they did it sucks that it caused trauma for other people but yeah you kind of understand why it happened so it's kind of like you know you, you empathize but you're like man it was still bad like i'm excited for the the bash at the beach episode because it's you know uh fucking russo and hogan having a fucking spat in the back and that's when yeah. Hogan laid down for Sting or something like that. It was something stupid. And no, it was it was uh, Jarrett laid down for Hogan. Like he that's right, he laid down for Hogan. Hogan Hogan lost it and said that's why this company's in the shitter because of shit like this. And he started ripping into Russo, and then Russo's like, "Get that bald piece of shit out of the ring! I promise you'll never see him again." Kind of thing. Yeah, it was crazy. There was actually a lawsuit about that too. Well, they legit hated each other. Yeah, so that I'm looking forward to to know more about the uh, the behind the scenes and the drama and like talking to some of those old wrestlers that are still around that are that were there. It'd be kind of interesting to see, like, you know, hear the stories. I'm I'm super stoked for that one. That's kind of how like you're you're kind of asking about how stories evolved over time, and we know wrestlers definitely have a um, shall we say a, a penchant to. Yeah, I can't. I can't Exaggerate. listen to Jake the Snake Roberts talk anymore. I'm, I'm worn out on him. But here's the thing: like, you know, you hear a lot of these crazy stories that come out, especially like featuring Haku and guys like that. But when four or five wrestlers are telling the exact same story, it's probably true. And it's you know, but the funny it, thing is, it, it's not four or five wrestlers. It's every wrestler ever. When you mention the word Haku, he goes, yeah, don't mess with them. Yeah, yeah he'll like, you think they'd like, uh, have a, a new Haku elite? They should with the live they'll, they'll all cooperate the story where the man literally broke out of a pair of steel handcuffs. Or the other famous story is when he reached into a guy's mouth and pulled it and broke off his teeth. And everyone that's ever been asked about, yeah, that's what he did. And so either, either they were there and they saw it, or they're definitely not. They're definitely not going to uh, go against it because they're afraid Haku will beat the shit out of them. Like that's that's kind of how I saw that. And uh, you know, the, it's similar stories about Rick Rude. Like you know, yeah, Rick Rude used to clean house, and it's like okay, he's a legit tough guy. No, for sure. For sure, and is also an elite of him, but yeah, tons of tons of temptation whatsoever. With so so you more so just the yeah, just it's just the the, the crazy lifestyle and just the the challenge of remaining clean, injury free, pain management, that sort of thing. I don't think oh. there were too many back then that managed to just completely live clean and. I think it was Honky Tonk Man that said at one time, and I know he's a kind of well, he's gotten better for a while. He was one bitter, miserable bastard, but he said he's like anyone from that era. If they tried to, if they tell you that no, they were clean, and you know after the matches they drove from the arena right to the hotel room and and watched uh, Golden Girls and then went to bed, they're full of shit. Like it just, it didn't happen. Are you guys still there? 
Oh, yeah, I'm still here. I just thought maybe Swamp Ninja was going to say something. I was. I was going to say, forgive me. Uh, we can. We know Iron Mark Sharp was clean because he would spend two, three hours after the matches just showering, and he'd be the last person to leave the arena uh, with the custodian. He had an oddly specific behavior. So he was not doing drugs. He was just super clean, literally. Well, just, maybe just washing it away. Washing <laughs> just like, maybe that's why he did that, <laughs> so that he wouldn't go out and do the drugs. Exactly. Know? I'm dirty. So dirty. Um, or just this really good water than, pressure. This is better than chugging gallons of Jack and snorting Coke. Yeah. I must wash myself. <laughs> that's it. Forever unclean. Just yeah, washing away. Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> yep. Hilarious. Good, good. Um, anything funny you've been you've been watching? Obviously, crazy ass wrestling, but uh, what's been cracking? Anime, spooky stuff. Um, in all honesty, I started watching that heel show as algorithm recommended. I am on episode four. It's Ooh. pretty damn good. It's it's a really good take on how like a regional wrestling promotion probably would have worked. Um, it's enjoyable because the story being told, like, you know, uh, a wrestling promoter dies, uh, sons take over the prodigal son, the younger son, who's supposed to be the champ, uh, you know, isn't getting the shot because the, uh, the older son's running the promotion and he likes to be hands-on and writing the stories. And there's that rivalry and they're always fighting each other. And it's just, you know, it's, good guy versus bad guy but there's the the, the the dichotomy is is the bad guy is actually a really good dude trying to you know keep the promotion going make sure people are paid keeping them uh keeping the, the the business afloat and the young kid is just like hey it's all about me give me the belt i want to be the champion and he's a douchebag he treats people really badly um you know talks about people a certain way because you know he has some, some trauma from when his when his uh, dad died, and it's it's a pretty sad story, and I'm enjoying it, and I can't wait for episode to watch episode five. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, a hidden, series. It was a hidden gem, really good. I really recommend it. Uh, Swamp, if you good get the chance. Yeah, I, 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 I hey, acquire things I may not watch. Buckshot's favorite wrestlers in it: CM Punk. CM Punk, yeah, Chick Magnet Punk. Yeah. Acting, acting. Okay. In other words, doing the thing he's always done as wrestle and just pretend it's for, he just pretended he was a different wrestler. So he just came up with this, he just came up with this fucking gimmick and he's just like, yeah, I'll go on your TV show and I'll wrestle. And it was hilarious. It was actually pretty funny. He comes in like, what what was his fucking name? He's like a rat guy. He like had rat king. That'd be my wrestling. He was basically like a rat king. I can't remember what his gimmick was. He was totally making fun of himself. Um, What's he making fun of himself? I don't think so. For those who weren't aware, a rat king is a collection of rats whose tails are intertwined and bound together in some way. This may result in entangling material, hair sticky substance, sap gum. What is happening right now? The rat king. I come down to the ring covered in rats. Ah. He was Ricky Rabies. That's what his name was. Ricky <laughs> Rabies. Excellent. Yeah. I'm Team so that Punk was for Life, name. man. Ricky Rabies. Team Punk for Life. I still want the AEW figure. It's available. Good luck finding one. Good luck finding one. 
I want to set one up with him at the table with Khan while he's eating a, a six pack of, of muffins and drinking like 10 cans of carbonated water. <laughs> Clean living, just pure carbs. Yep. He's on that carb yelling life. about yelling about the EVPs and everybody. <laughs> just nothing to lose. Burn every bridge. Burn you should, you should, in all honesty, Al, you should probably start with collision because it's just it's CM Punk's show. <laughs> and it it if you were, do you remember how Saturday night's main event would start like the before the the theme music would hit they'd have those video packages where like I'm gonna beat you tonight and the, yeah. the little decal behind them same thing happens in Collision only there's no background like decal it's just them being backstage interview shooting promos it is really good I really huh. enjoy it it's it's like a complete throwback to Saturday night's main event and so when uh, you say it's his. Guys. When you say it's his show, is he writing? Is he booking the show? No, or is it no, just, no. It's, it's, it's just that's where he's he's featured on that. He's that's where Punk's going to be mainly featured. As, as I understand it, uh, anyone he may be in conflict with will not be on that show. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> so it's so. just a make work project to keep him happy. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and also Andrade and Alistair Black, and also people that you uh, enjoy, Turbo. That's correct. It's like really the, turbo the time. Yeah, <laughs> Collision but, is really turbo time for you. It, it kind of is because like uh, House of Black is going to be featured on there a lot. I'm hoping we're going to see some new female wrestlers, like someone, some of them come back. Like I hope no one's uh, spooky. Me, me and Abad or me and uh, Buckshot talked about this uh, last night, but I want to see Abaddon. Like she, oh. she's been off TV forever. I need to see my zombie. Like, I need to see her. <laughs> She worked hard, man. She's lost all this weight. She's been killing it on the indies, and they're no, not putting her on television. It makes it, it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I think I hope she gets a breakdancing gimmick. I hope she's not spooky. Oh dear lord! I don't want to talk about last one. I watched I watched Donna Dynamite. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till I can talk to Buckshot. <laughs> This is your therapy. Talk about wrestling because oh, no one else like, involved wants to. You have no idea how uh, like that that event last night was ridiculous, and I love it. Um, it was so awesome. What was the uh, let let Al know the algorithm know of gets away with uh, television wrestling now? Before you know, we pay per view we saw Hell in a Cell, the first one yeah. with uh, Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. We say Hell in the Cell too with Mick but Foley. That was their PPVs. That wasn't on television. Now let's be let's be honest. Yeah, what gets away with on television now is what what demented content can can anyone tune in on a Wednesday and see? <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to go for the strictly comedic route, uh, you can watch Daniel Garcia, Sammy Guevara, Adam Cole, baby, and I'm better than you, MJF, have a dance off, and it was fucking hilarious because I never laughed so hard, Mike. Like I was laughing out loud because he was high. Uh, one, well, no, I wasn't high actually. Um, huh? but, but one way, Sammy, Sa- Sammy Guevara was was like completely out of time with the music and it completely out of sync, which was made it even more funny. Uh, and Daniel Garcia was just taking it so seriously, making that serious face when he's doing his pelvic thrust. I'm just like I was in tears because I'm like this is great. And then when. MJF came out and he's like actually dancing okay. And then when Adam Cole started dancing, it was straight up white white boy on the dance floor, like like over over exaggerated hip thrusting and so good. 
I was going to say also hey, too for blood so and guts, but what what debauchery? I heard there was a bed of names. There was, and multiple body slams, uh, backdrops, and I believe uh, an Irish whip into the corner with the bed of nails, which was absolutely insane. Because when it fell down on him, it caught him, and I think it ripped him open. So yeah, if you get a, if you get a chance, you will watch someone almost. Get, yeah, you'll want to get someone to almost die. Buckshot is trying to call in. Please try again, Buckshot. Just the, the just the pure violence. No wrestling. Just people with uh, cheese graters and bowling balls dipped. It, it's amazing. You missed it's amazing. Uh, the moon salt. Uh, on to yes. somebody lying on the bed Why of nails. Why would you do that? Yes. Because it's Cause freaking it's awesome. Ibushi. He's an idiot. I love it. Uh, Sorry. Back in our day, you know, there'd be rest spots, a headlock, change the... Not this one. Nope. A good uh, arm dress. No, uh, Pac also, um, like, monkey barred the top of the, the cage. And then dropped like knees first into one of the young bucks who was lying on a table in between both the rings. That was a good spot too. Don't don't forget Abushi straight up toe kicked fucking Moxley in the mouth. Yeah. Like, toe kicked. Like legit. Yeah. <laughs> legit fucked him right in the face. Yeah. With his fork. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> what monsters. Yeah. yeah. Nobody was Moxley, thrown off the top Moxley of the cage this it. time though. Moxley deserved this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like we're going to see a face turn from the BCC now because Takeshita left them hanging. So I feel like yeah. against the Don Callis uh, family, and I, I believe that Chris Jericho will be joining in on that as well. So, yep. Yeah, it's going to be good. But if you get a chance, algorithm, you need to. You should probably watch just Blood and Guts because it's absolutely batshit crazy. Just for it's oh, is it almost? Is it? A, it's an hour long that match, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an hour it long. It started at like nine. Yeah, bananas. Yeah, um, even the whole episode of this week is kind of worth checking out because the opening match with Hook and Jungle Boy, or sorry, I should say Jack Perry now was decent and then yeah mjf and adam cole versus sammy guevara and daniel garcia was also entertaining i was surprised at the lack of rhythm sammy guevara had i think he was doing it on purpose and he all was doing it on purpose it okay. i think so Sorry? i think it was a work a okay because yeah daniel garcia like mopped the floor with him and with his uh moves then again, Daniel Garcia's new thing now is to aggressively salsa dance at opponents and referees. So, which <laughs> so I, it's, it's so it's stupid. So, it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. like uh, there he goes again. Yeah. Uh, look at him go. <laughs> He's trying, folks. He's trying. Bless his heart. Yeah, trying so hard to be a sports entertainer, but when in his heart, he's totally a pro wrestler. So. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, as you were. Hi. She's got a book to finish. She, she does. I already did. Um, oh, done. Wow, Dunskis. Woo. I finished a book and got a workout while uh, you guys were podcasting. So far more productive. Yeah. Hey, I was I was actually productive today. I went outside today after work. <laughs> Good. 
No, no, I was, uh, I, I was stripping uh, the oh, uh, steel off the, not that kind of stripping. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was removing the steel off the fallen burn, so I was doing some of that today. Oh, you're so, uh, acquiring resources. Good. I'm acquiring the steel for the resources shelter. of fixing my, uh, fixing my other roof that has issues. So I'm just trying to try to get all that gathered up and figured out and we'll move on from there. But yeah, that's what I did. A lawnmower underneath that shed. I, I got it out. It, it's out. Oh. I have my lawnmower that is fixed. Ready to go. Friends when you're a homeowner. <laughs> yep. You know what? All I got to say is hedge maze. It'll change your life. I listen, man. I was, I, I, it may happen. I may just say, <laughs> fuck it. I'm not going to lawn for the rest of the summer. You don't have to. You just have, yeah, hedge maze. Just do just, I mean, you do a couple I was just lawns, thinking, you know what? Like Why don't I just buy a couple goats? I'll just buy a yeah. couple goats. Exactly. Yeah. Fence, I'll fence the, the, the acre yard, which would cost me more than just to mow the lawn. So yes. no. Okay. No, I'll, uh, I'll mow the lawn. I've- Goes on a leash. Have you ever thought of Goes. getting one of those like tractors that you can, or not tractors, but like lawnmowers you can like drive them on? Yeah, currently they're like sitting around like almost a ten grand to buy a brand Whoa. new one. <laughs> yeah, so like they're not cheap to ride on lawnmowers. Yeah, Grimlock like, for cheap. Oh. My my <laughs> la- my lawnmower. Grimlock gonna mow his lawn? Yep, it could. <laughs> I could program him to do it. Um, but I, I like my self-propelled lawnmower was a grand, and it's just a basic lawnmower that just pushes itself. Wow. Yeah, like it, it's crazy how much stuff is right now. It's oh insane. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heavy land, heavy land is great, but if you want to like cut it, you're just like, oh, you got to drop ten G's under this, and you're like, oh God. I hey, say it's just- a good workout. Plant uh, plant wildflowers and say it's deliberate and just let it grow in. Well, essentially, so, I, I, so like, you're you know, feeding the butterflies. Yeah, like I have a butterfly sanctuary on one side, and then like uh, you know, uh, on the other side, grow some plant, like, grow some like veg vegetation. You yeah. know, try to try to make it as as firmy as possible, so they can't right. like get too too angry with me. You have a homeowners association there? No, I don't. I don't have any of that here. Yeah, That's no, I wouldn't do, like, in all honesty, that was the first thing uh, when I was looking for that. We were looking for a house. We didn't want to have to deal with any HOA because it's just, they're like, it's just nonsense. It's like, oh, you can't have the, any, any debris on your lawn. Like it's a lawn. If my, if my car doesn't for a certain amount of time, they, they, they deem it as uh, an eyesore. It's like, but it's a car. I'm going to drive it back and forth. But like, if they don't like the look of it, they can say it's an eyesore. Like you can't do any mechanical work out in front of your lawn because it's like oh it looks tacky like it's just the crazy your country bullshit. though like isn't that par for the course when you're in, out in the well that's what i mean like I, I don't have those yeah i don't have those restrictions like nobody like if if i don't mow my lawn no one really cares it just bothers me <laughs> like you know what i mean okay. like they don't care like in all honesty like if if my if i'm well it happened where when i didn't have my lawnmower my lawn was getting really long neighbors just came down and and they're like, hey, did you get your lawnmower free? And we're like, no, they just mowed it for us. Came down with their big tractor, oh, wow. went by in like four, like it took her about an hour to do the lawn because she was just a regular ride on, but she did it for us. It was great. Like we appreciate it. So, you know, we have some good neighbors, you know, when, when nice. I was up on the roof for the first time trying to figure out how to carp the roof because I've never done anything like that. One of the farmer guys came over there and was yelling at me. He's like, you're doing that wrong. 
Put that there. <laughs> there, you got it now. Pull it tight. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I was like, nice. okay. That was great. Like, he came up and he goes, here, use this. He gave me some wood to strap it. I'll strap the stuff down. It was great. Like, like I said, really friendly out here and really quiet, which is awesome. So that's what I like. You can ask for better neighbors. Yeah, they only come over if they see you're struggling. It's great. like you know what I mean. Like it's just like they leave <laughs> when you, you need them. And then, when you need them, they come over. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. I've never had that before. Because you know you, you have the nosy neighbor, or you know right. have you had the person down the road that you go, oh, the cops are going to show up there this weekend. Like nothing right. like that out here. It's great. Nice. Yeah. But definitely a hedge maze and a twelve foot skeleton. That's all I guess. Definitely, I, you know what? The twelve foot skeleton, I can kind of get behind because I could just leave it up all year round. Yeah, Give some <laughs> you know, eyes. Santa hat for winter, you know, for Christmas, you know, put a put a you know a, a like a sun visor on in the summer, and you know that sort of thing. You know, you can make it seasonal. Just the house with the twelve foot skeleton on the front lawn, I, and we just change its attire every season. Uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is making, I think I'm going to do this now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this is a great idea. Puppet master, puppet master. Puppet master. Anyway, we're about to run out of time, so we drop yeah. the socials. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it's on a little bit of everything, but uh, jump on a Twitter. It's at 2BD Pod. On Twitter, you'll find links to Instagram as well at 2BD Pods. Lots of dumb stuff. We visit a comic book a day, Muscle Mondays, Master of the Universe Tuesdays. We usually end up buying dumb stuff. And uh, obviously Podbean for pod, for podcasts. But if you happen to have your playlist already set up through Spotify, swing on by at Tubity Podcast for all the episodes at Spotify as well. It's a bit more convenient. But uh, worst case scenario, the Twitter will have all the links. And we should probably just have a link tree. So maybe that in two years. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. That's it. It's grassroots. Yeah. <laughs> um, always. But, but homework. So homework-wise, uh, Hulk Hogan in Japan is homework. And homework for folks is heels for some Canadian content and wrestling programs. Any other homework you guys have? That's before dishonors tomorrow night. Although... By the time this airs, um, it will have already passed. So forget. <laughs> Go to hell. Well, that's homework. Everybody. That's homework for us. <laughs> we will talk about that when we have every next chat. Sounds good. All right. Well, as always, uh, as we say to, to end this podcast, is dare to be stupid. Peace. Bye.